baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. Well, not today, but that's okay. It's Fred's News, ladies and gentlemen. So, 123 years ago, in 1899, and Mark, you'll like this, Dr. George Grant a black dentist from Boston, patented the golf tee. Wow. Yeah. Up until then, golfers teed off from a mound of sand. Oh, really? They pile up sand and hit it off of the sand. That's interesting. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you I never thought about that. It too much to come up with the idea of the golf tee, but that guy probably did pretty well, right? Yeah, I guess so <laughs> back then, yeah. Uh, 65 years ago today, in 1957, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin, Myra Gale Brown. And he just died, right? Bef- yeah, before his divorce was finalized from his second wife. The scandal nearly ended his career uh, after a reporter in London found out about it. Um, the moral outrage killed his UK tour, pushed all of his songs off the radio. And uh, Jerry and Myra were together for 13 years until she reached the age of 26. And then they got divorced. So they were together the same amount of time that she was old when they got married. That's very interesting. Yeah, he died on October 28th. That's very gross. I I can't imagine. And uh, 59 years ago in 1963, uh, the fastest selling record of all time at that time um, made its mark. It was the John Fitzgerald Kennedy Memorial Album. It sold 4 million copies in six days. What was on said album, Fred? I imagine it was a spoken word of his speeches, that sort of thing. 4 million copies, that's pretty good. Got a lot of artists out there that would love to just sell sell half that amount, right? Yeah. Now, do you remember, and there's some sound with this one, Mark. Uh, On this date, December 12th in the year 2000, 22 years ago, George Bush was transformed into the president-elect as the divided U.S. Supreme Court reversed a state court ruling in Florida on those recounts in that contested election. Oh, so this was the day. I, I remember that election, Fred, and then I remember I was in Milwaukee at the time. I went to Deer Camp in Howard County because even when I was in Wisconsin, I would still come to hunt, and we didn't have a result until this day in 2000. Clearly, it looks like it's all over uh, for Al Gore at this point. The more we go through this decision, there just doesn't seem to be any place for him to go. That's Bob yeah, Schieffer. Bob Schieffer was in that report. I just remember that election night uh, working at KMOX and Al Gore called in to get on the air. He Even called that night at KMOX, really? Closed. Yeah. Wow. And well, because I was, Missouri must have been, at, was was it a play it was, still? There was, yeah, it was yeah. still in play. And I think they had to de- had to delay the closing times for some reason or another. And I was producing the election coverage and I wouldn't let them on live. Can't believe I decided that. But wow, I didn't seriously? think it was fair. I didn't think it was fair. You so we recorded fair? it. I had Bob Hamilton go into another studio and record them. And then we played it back a little bit later on. Fred, the election arbiter, yeah, I'll tell you what.
Well, I mean, that well, was always... back in the day when we used to actually think about things related to ethics and journalism and whether <laughs> things were appropriate, right? And we always had a policy. We wouldn't let it. If you were running, you couldn't get on the day of the election. Right, right. Because there'd be no way to get, you know, evened up if you said something not true. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Okay, here's a birthday. On this date, 99 years ago, uh, game show host Bob Barker was born. The actual retail price of your showcase is... Fifteen thousand seventy. You're over. Gene wins. I, you know, you know, I didn't know he was still well, alive. I'm thing. embarrassed. Some to say. of us might not have known if he was still alive, but Bob Barker's still alive. I should have uh, sent our friend George Gray a text about that. I don't know if they ever see, you know, Bob wandering the hallways of CBS these days or not. If he ever comes back, his family said he's going to spend the day at home watching his favorite TV shows. <laughs> Which does not include the prices, right? Or does? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. And I know, doesn't he always, he used to always end uh, the spay show and telling people, yes, yeah, yeah, spay, spay and neuter. And that's something right. that George Gray still does when he's here. He'll make that joke at the end right, of his. He'll right. say, remember, spay and neuter, fill in the blank. Okay, the movie box office for the for the weekend. Uh, Black Panther topped the box office for the fifth straight week. Uh, it pulled in another $11 million. I think that's kind of low. Isn't that kind of a slow week? Well, yeah, but, I mean, were they number one, you're saying? Yeah, yeah that was number not, one. Not much getting released, I guess. That's a domestic total to $409 million so far, and global total over $767 million. Violent Night, which is a holiday-themed action thriller, came in second place with $8 million. Disney Strange World was next. The Menu and Devotion. Raised two million. That rounded out the top five. And I don't see Glass Onion in that top list, so that must have slipped down. I watched that yeah. over the weekend. That's the Knives Out mystery, which is sort of the sequel to the other one from, that came out a couple years ago, but just different cast outside of Daniel Craig. I thought it was okay. It's out in the theaters right now. Uh, it's got a great cast. Edward Norton's really good as this um, this guy who lives in Greece and invites everyone. He's a big. T- he's like an Elon Musk character. That's basically okay. who Edward Norton plays, and he brings all his friends from back in the day to play a mystery game on his island. But then things go awry, as you might imagine, and Daniel Craig has to solve the um, the puzzle. There were a couple of Golden Globe nominations for that movie, including Janelle Monae, who was pretty good. But I thought it was. It's going to be on Netflix, I think, next week, right before Christmas. It wasn't anything that I would say I would watch again. Wakanda Forever premieres this week. Yep, that one's finally going to stream. That's going to probably be number one next week and end the, uh, you know. No, I'm sorry. Avatar. The way Avatar gets released. That's what I meant to say. Avatar is what um, opens this week. So that'll probably be number one next week. No doubt. And the next week and the week after that. It's going to be big. I'm excited about it. I've already got tickets for that. Are you really excited about it? I am. See, I'm, I'm like the person that's, I have no interest and I don't know why. I keep seeing the ads. I've heard good things, good buzz, by the way, about the movie. And I just don't have any interest. I don't know. The, The first time, the first, the first movie, when it came out, I know as a family, uh, we ordered tickets ahead of time and all went and saw it. And so I guess we're doing that again since the boys will be in town for the holidays. So yep, we'll that's what my family's it. doing too. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it is going to drive people to the theaters. There's Absolutely. no doubt. Yeah. That's yeah. part of the goal here. Obviously. And it looks beautiful. The, the promos of it on TV look really good. Uh, story in the Wall Street Journal today said that some employers are racing to snap up workers in this tight labor market and they're omitting a step once considered crucial to hiring. They're not doing job interviews. They're just hiring. UPS. <laughs> UPS bulked up its staff without conducting job interviews for package handlers oh, the crowd and didn't seasonal like that drivers. Much. Are you serious? No. Home Depot. 
has sent job offers as quickly as 24 hours after candidates apply online. And, in, 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 you know, they don't do the interview process. So basically, here's where we are. If you want a job, if you apply for the job, you get the job, no questions asked, right? It's That's where we are in 2022. Gap, Gap ready Incorporated to head into 2023. Has, jo- has dropped its job interviews for some warehouse positions. Um, and many of the regular businesses say they've they've exhausted ways to attract workers, including pay raises, signing bonuses, and benefit Yeah, they packages. can't find people, right? Right. Now they say they've shifted their focus is just... Hire people. them as soon as just, they apply. Just get them in because they're just probably going to quit in. anyway. So why That's go right. through the interview process and everything like that? I don't know where this takes us, Fred. I really don't. I don't know. I said this the Did last- Did we interview Abby? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was interviewed oh, for okay. my part-time position. And then I did like a little interview for this position with Steve. So I don't well, know if you guys hire. It was a good hire. She was vetted. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, think, think about- well, in a lot of these positions, let's face it, uh, do you need an interview? I think maybe that's what they're saying at this point. They're saying, look, we need bodies, we need people. Are you qualified right. to do a warehouse job? You can have the warehouse job. But, you, you know, I think we're all set up for this in the past couple of years, especially the past year. You just have to be, and I'm the, the least patient person on the planet, but you have to anticipate if you go to a restaurant. Uh, I experienced this yesterday at, at a restaurant in Kirkwood. The service is just not going to be where you need it to be. And it might not be because that person's bad at what they're doing. It's just because right. they've got so many tables or so much more on their plate because of lack of workers, right? Right. It, it, it seems to happen. There's businesses that are closing down earlier um, than they should because they don't have workers. Sometimes you might roll up on the place, they're closed. Well, they don't have workers. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, I, I saw people online over the weekend talking about the, the smallest hills they're willing to die on. So it's like an argument that's not worth arguing about, but they're not going to change their mind. Um, one of them is um, tiny and jumbo paper clips should not be mixed. Ooh, Fred, that I, might be kind of in your wheelhouse. It is. Yeah. It is. What do you I, think about that rule? I think they should be separated. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I got over it because in in our office, Abby's got a container that has them mixed. And I just I was, pick up random paper clips that are just lying around and collect them so we can reuse them. All right, I, I'm so. going to go with Fred. I think they need to be separated. Thank you. Uh, four ways. On there. Four way stops are not the place for pleasantries. <laughs> well, that's probably true. That's right. Go go when it's your turn. Don't be allowing other people to go. Uh, you shouldn't put ketchup on fries that other people are sharing with you if you're going to share your fries don't put ketchup on it well who does that i mean don't you kind of put ketchup right to the side of the fries you can it dip it in there that's right yeah, all right one bless you should cover the whole sneezing session i'm, I'm kind of good with that right yeah i've been caught in that once i'll like say it twice and, and then, then you gotta sneezing. keep sneezing it's like well, oh, if I'm you're in my stop. household the, the over under on the amount of sneezes once my wife gets going is usually at about nine and i usually take the over she gets to like 11 12 or 13 wow oh oh, it's like i want to leave the house and i understand <laughs> it's not her fault but it goes yeah. on and on and on. Um, women's clothing should have more pockets. Yes. I had no idea um, about that. Let's just say my jeans right now have like the space where pockets could be, but it's sewn shut, so there's no pocket. Well, I don't know why they That's would say. dumb. I agree yeah. with you. It's wow. baloney. Um, one other. Reese's trees should be called treesies. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. Okay. And so how about our uh, random fact of the day? CVS, America's largest pharmacy chain, was founded in Massachusetts in 1963. What does CVS stand for? Mm, I have no idea. That's actually I a really good don't. question. Let's see. CVS. No clue, Fred. Consumer Value Store. So there you have it. Yeah, okay. there you have it. Is right. Didn't know. What does Walgreens stand for? 
<laughs> Why is there a Walgreens across from every CVS? There's yeah. another question, right? It's just like the Burger King and McDonald's. It drives people in. It's crazy. <laughs> it's 426 on St. Louis's home for conservative talk. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.